Right, so I was just uh, thinking about an interesting, uh, I guess, industry issue that I have faced myself down here in the ANZ region, and I'm pretty sure it's probably a it's probably a global phenomenon, but I just wanted to talk about it a little bit because I think it's worth talking about as an industry and shining a light on it because I think it's something that we can actually get better at as an industry. And it's it actually shows a weakness, a broader weakness in our industry as it relates to the concept of abundance versus scarcity. And this specifically relates to conferences, digital specific, e-commerce specific conferences down here in the ANZ region. And uh, I've been going to conferences for pretty much the entirety of my career down here in this part of the world. And one of the things that I have consistently noted over and over again is that the people that get a chance to speak, or at least the people that get invited along to these conferences, uh, are the retailers. And that makes sense because the retailers are going to spend the money to buy tickets to come along to these conferences, hopefully have their e-commerce, digital marketing, marketing and, and operations teams and sometimes even their IT teams, learning some new takeaways, hopefully from some other experts in the industry that they then can turn around and take back and apply in their own businesses. So that makes sense. It's the, it's kind of the commercial model. But there's an insidious component to this industry here in ANZ that I think is actually not serving the industry very well at all. And that is the idea that if you do not work as a retailer, then your your content is not considered valuable, or more importantly, your content is considered valuable, but uh, you have to sponsor a conference in some fashion in order to even be able to speak. Now, that is extremely short-sighted, in my opinion, by conference organizers because of the fact that oftentimes, so for example, myself, I have recently come out of almost four years of working uh, in the retail space as an e-commerce manager, and I've worked retail before uh, in digital over my 17 years in digital. I've owned my own e-commerce pure play, and I've worked agency side on multiple occasions. So I've got a fairly broad track record in the industry, and I'm pretty, you know, reasonably well known, uh, especially because of the content that I try to put out that tries to share knowledge across the industry and, and across retailers. So I'm, I'm reasonably well known uh, down here. And I had a I had an amazing experience recently, and that I think is hopefully an indicator of just how good of an experience you can create as a conference when your focus is on bringing the best possible speakers to the stage, regardless of whether they uh, are a retailer or work with a retailer, or whether they are working with an agency, or whether they're working even with a vendor. So that's the three major areas that someone in our industry would work in is that they would either work for a retailer, they would work for an agency doing implementations or digital marketing or branding or whatever the case may be, uh, or they would work for a vendor. And usually those would be a technology vendor. So that might be an e-commerce platform vendor, might be a marketing automation platform vendor, might be an analytics tool vendor, could be just about anything in the vendor space related to digital and e-commerce. So that, that's generally the three areas where you would come from or where you would be working if you are a specialist in digital and e-commerce in the ANZ region, and, and, and that extends to globally as well. Now, the challenge there is, is that most conference organizers are so short-sighted, uh, as I said, that 
if you work for an agency or if you work for a vendor, you are not welcome to even speak at a conference uh, and you're certainly not welcome to MC or lead a conference uh, except for maybe to participate in a panel. You certainly are not welcome to speak at a conference unless your company, i.e. your agency or your vendor technology provider pays for a sponsored speaking slot at the event. Now, the reason why that is short-sighted is because many of us that have the most knowledge in the industry, we either work with an agency or own an agency or work work in an agency, or we work for a vendor. So, and, and obviously not every single vendor or agency is gonna sponsor a, uh, there's not even enough sponsoring slots at an event for sponsors to be able to, you know, if all the local agencies and vendors wanted to sponsor a conference, there's simply not enough sponsorship availability to even do so, even if they wanted to. That's that's the first thing. Secondarily, there's a lot of us that that are willing to share our knowledge and willing to share what we know uh, back with the industry that has given us so much, even if even if we don't necessarily feel or our employers or, or our companies don't necessarily feel that uh, the opportunity is worth sponsoring or spending money on. Uh, but certainly those of us that are professionals um, are able to come to a conference. We're able to speak at a conference based on our experience without it being a pitch uh, and, without, uh, and without mentioning our brands that we work with uh, or our brands that we work for. So, you know, those of us that are professionals and have a long track record in the industry, we're more than capable of coming and sharing our knowledge and helping people and adding valuable content to the content tracks at conferences without it being a sales pitch. And so these conference organizers, I believe, are being very short-sighted because they are not looking out for the absolute best content for their delegates and attendees. They're looking for how can we get the most sponsors to this event. And and their their mindset often is, well, if 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 we let people who are not sponsoring speak, then uh, it'll piss off the people. It'll piss off the organizations that are sponsoring the event. And I, I, I absolutely do not think that is the case. When I attend a conference as an attendee, especially when I was a retailer, I am looking for the best content possible. And if your con- conference becomes known for the best content, regardless of where it comes from, even if it comes from outside your industry or field, if your your content is known as the best content, then you are going to get you are going to get the most delegates. You're going to become the most well-known. You're going to have the most valuable con- conference that the most people will attend. And then you're going to have people fighting to sponsor that conference because feet through the door are not going to be and bums on seats are not going to be an issue. Therefore, everybody and their dog is going to want to sponsor the conference to be a part of the show. And, and to give you just one example of how well this can work, and I'm not going to name names, but there was a conference that I was recently the MC at. Now, this conference, as far as I'm aware, I, th- I think the reason why I was able to be an MC at this conference, because they, they normally have a very similar policy to the one I've just described, which is you have to sponsor the event to speak at the event uh, unless you are a retailer. So if you are a vendor or if you work for an agency or own an agency, then you have to sponsor the event even to get a speaking slot. And I have I have major issues with that concept to begin with, because the reality is, is that most sponsored content 
uh, comes off as an absolute sales pitch and, and oftentimes adds very, very little to the conference. And I, you know, I've probably been to a hundred conferences down in this part of the world, you know, over a 17 year career. I don't know, maybe not that much, maybe 80 conferences, but, uh, you can always tell the people that are sponsoring the conference have got a speaking slot and are effectively using it as a giant sales pitch. And that content oftentimes has very, very little value to the delegates. Uh, and, and well, it certainly doesn't pre- present the best value for the delegates as what there could be uh, versus people who who are not doing a sales pitch. But in any case, I, I digress. This conference that I was uh, I was asked to chair, uh, this conference normally has a similar policy. So uh, so normally what happens is, is that uh, someone would would sponsor. Uh, they would be able to be the chairperson. They would be able to or, or they would try to get someone who's unaffiliated with the industry to be the chairperson of the event, the MC of the event. Uh, and then, and then people with official speaking slots would, would be sponsors, uh, or, uh, from retailers representing retailers, in which case they wouldn't see a conflict of interest. Uh, however, in this particular case, I'm not sure whether they couldn't ultimately end up getting an MC or whether they couldn't get a chairperson, uh, you know, from, from a retailer or from outside the event or whatever the case may be. But, but in any case, I don't, I don't know what caused this to happen, but I was contacted reasonably last minute by the conference organizers to be the MC and chairperson of the event. And they knew very good and well that I, uh, that I worked for an agency. Uh, and, but they also knew that I had a, a, a certain amount of knowledge to share and that I had many connections, friends, and contacts in the industry and that I knew the vast majority of the people that were actually going to be speaking on the day. So therefore, I could effectively engage with them, effectively introduce them, uh, and help out with panel discussions and the like. So they looked beyond, I guess, their their normal policies and procedures around getting someone from industry uh, who is who who didn't sponsor the event. Uh, we, we you know, and uh, being able to actually speak at the event. And as it turns out, uh, you know, it was it was an enjoyable event for me. I believe people got a lot out of it. Hopefully, they enjoyed me being the MC, the chairperson of the event. Uh, and then I got a very nice uh, follow up. Uh, recommendation on LinkedIn from the conference organizer thanking me for my services and uh, just talking about how, what a good time we all had there together. And I had a fantastic uh, meetup with them afterwards after the event. And uh, we all got along really well. We sort of sh- swapped stories, uh, swapped and shared knowledge. And it, it was just an overall fantastic event. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's just, I think that conference organizers need to start thinking outside the box if they want to continue to grow, if they want to put on the best conferences, if they want to attract the best delegates, if they want to attract the best speakers, they're going to have to revisit their policies around having non-sponsors speak at the event or non-sponsors uh, have keynotes or emceeing, etc. at the event. If they want to continue to to grow their industry, if they, if they actually want to give back, uh, and I guess this is really, if I get to the crux of what my concern around some of these policies is, is that they're trying to milk the conferences or milk the industry for all of its worth, all it's worth by, by raking in as much sponsorship money as they can, but also raking in money from the delegates who are buying tickets. Um, but the, but the, 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 the mindset of giving back, uh, is not perhaps as strong as it could be or should be, in my opinion, by having these policies that ultimately end up in, in sometimes not the, the conference not having as good a content as it could have, uh, even the, the, there's, there's plenty of people out there 
from industry that would love to be able to speak, would love to be able to share their knowledge, are not going to use the stage as a sales pitch, uh, but are not in a position to be able to sponsor a given conference uh, for whatever reason. So anyways, I just thought I'd share. I'm sure that many, many other industries are very similar. I'm sure that there are many other industries that, that encounter the exact same challenges where um, you know conference organizers really only want sponsors uh, or retailers to be able to speak or or non-industry specialists to be able to speak and uh you know and those b2b providers in the industry are expected to sponsor and pay if they want to speak and share their knowledge i just think it's an absolutely backwards way in as of 2019 2020 we're rolling into 2020 it's an absolute backwards way because the reality is those of us those of us that have a platform uh uh, are able to share what we know through social media and many, many other channels other than conferences. So if these conference organizers want the best content, they're going to have to get with the play and they're going to have to be a little bit more long-sided instead of short-sided. So hopefully we start to see some change. I'm pushing for it. I know a lot of other people are pushing for it. So let's see what happens over the next couple of years in this space. Cheers, guys. Hope you have a great day.